Remember, your children didn't ask for this. Oh. So as excited as you may be for your new marriage and your new family, understand that your children can still be really hurting. Yeah. Because what they desired mostly is now gone. Yeah. And then they get to watch the celebration of really what they're hurting the most on. Your blended family has a 100% chance of success when you do it God's way. We are Blended Kingdom Families, and we want to provide biblical resources to heal and restore families with a message of hope for the next generation. Let's get after it. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the BKF Podcast. I am joined by... You're not my wife. No, I'm not. (laughs) You are not. (laughs) This is the amazing Jessica Russo. Uh, She is a member of our team here, and uh, she's going to do some Q&A from you to me. I don't know if I'm the best qualified person in, to answer these, but I'm going to try my best yeah, uh, we'll to answer these. There's some juicy questions. So the one thing it tells me is, is I know a lot of people yeah. out there are dealing with some really challenging mm-hmm. situations. So my hope and my prayer through this is that I can speak as much wisdom as possible yeah. uh, and practicality um, and hopefully help whoever asked these questions, um, hopefully help them. Yeah, so that's the goal. Go ahead, moderator. Let's do this. Let's go. All right, Mr. Martindale. Yes. Our first question. Mm. What is the best way to cope to get over and forgive stepchildren for hurting or wrongdoing towards your biological children mm-hmm. when you are having a hard time not guarding your biological children and building up walls mm-hmm. um, of what to expect from your stepchildren? Whew, that's a good one. That's a lot. Okay, it's a lot. So let me unpack it. So... What I, what I heard was the end of it first. So yeah. what you're trying to do is set an even ground. Yeah. You're trying not to build walls around your biological children to make them feel protected or make them feel any more special than your Favoritism. stepchildren. Favoritism. Favoritism, things like that. So I think you have the right uh, goals there. Yeah. You're trying to create uni- unity in your blended family. So let me point out a few things before I address the question. Number one is remember your children didn't ask for this. So as excited as you may be for your new marriage and your new family, understand that your children can still be really hurting because what they desired mostly is now gone. And then they get to watch the celebration of really what they're hurting the most on. So don't be shocked or surprised if if after the newness wears off. I think kids always adapt to newness, depending on their age. They like newness. But once that wears off, if you're going to see some behavioral problems kind of poking up, uh, which could be manifested in biological children. So uh, again, it's stepchildren and how they treat your biological children. So I have to address this from a few different areas. One, age plays a big role in this. Huge. And whether they're male or female. Yeah. uh, I think blended families have, you know, 10,000 different options of configurations here. Uh, But I'll just approach it from the fact of, um, you know, they're not being nice. I don't, I don't want to, I want to, I don't want to use the concept of physically hurting, although that could be happening, but let's just say they're not being nice. And that kind of covers boys, girls in different age groups. And they're just not being nice to your biological children. And I'm assuming in that situation, maybe you've had children with your spouse. So it's one stepchildren, and now they're looking at biological yeah. children. Um, much like our situation, Vanessa and I have biological children that are hers and ours. And then we have Michael, who's our, my yeah. son. So one, I would look at it and say, first, sometimes kids just aren't very nice. 
they're sometimes mean. They're sometimes just mean. And they're they do mean things and they don't have a lot of emotional intelligence or the ability to even yeah, understand. That's good. I see that in my biological kids. Yeah. You know, they're they're mean to each other. I'm like, dude, why are y'all being so mean? Don't make me like, defend be, you against just, your sibling. Just be nice to each other. Yes. Uh so sometimes you just have to recognize that, you know, sometimes kids just don't have the uh, where for all to know if they're being mean mm-hmm. or nice or petty or or spiteful. They just they don't know these things. They don't know how to react. Um, the next part of it is is if there is some type of actual physical, you know, hitting going on or things that are really just not healthy. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a really good time to first have a conversation um, with their other biological parents saying, hey, this is what we're experiencing because they may be experiencing the same thing at their house. Yeah. So if the stepchild is being mean to the biological children there, maybe mean over there as well. Having a conversation. Uh, the other thing I would suggest is, I know this is one of the things that we, we've never had to deal with this with Michael. Michael's a very good, sweet big brother. But we've we've had to encourage him to understand that bonding is important mm, because yeah. at a certain point, um, after you t- after you when you're all adults you're going to find that that relationship can be very strong or it can be very fractured so yeah. we just kind of reiterated like the importance of that relationship why it's important that you are nice to each other why it's important that you uh, actively take a role in their lives um that's really good there so I hope that I hope that answered. I know that's a lot, a lot of different scenarios, but best I could yeah. do. Best and I could kid, do with the information. And kids are yeah. just sometimes mean. So kids are just well. I mean, it's a Christian podcast. We can't <laughs> say that stuff. Oh, we love them. We yeah. love them. We love them. We love them. Okay, next one. How do you respond when your stepchild constantly calls his father, my daddy, not your daddy, mm. to the children that you that are married into the family? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of a possession yeah. thing. I, I, I look at that and say, you know, if you have two kids and he, he one kid says, well, that's my daddy. He's not your daddy. Yeah. And again, that's kind of a possession, like that he is my possession, not your possession. Yeah. And again, I would go back to this concept. Number one, kids don't have a lot of emotional intelligence, yeah. especially young kids. So don't take that as serious as maybe you would, you know, some other issues. The same thing goes with like, you know, if, if I've seen kids do this, like that's my game, not your yeah. game. That's my toy, not your toy. So again, it's, it's this concept of possession and the lack of ability to share or even desire to yeah. share. Are they looking for security? Like, what is that? I think so. I think security, I think it, it's just, you know, and if they're, if they're boys, I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, our adolescent minds don't really, go to this concept where we like we have to have ownership of things yeah. and that's that's something that secures us yeah um i think a lot of it relates to a, an insecurity mm-hmm. uh, i think it can probably be traced back to that insecurity because again if you're talking about the fact if that's my daddy not your daddy they've seen the separation of their biological yeah parents they've already had loss they've already had loss so they're they're clinging on to what they know um and it also can be and i, I just want to point this out a lot of parent alienation and 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 and, and isolation and and really bad mouthing happens from house to house so i think yeah. a lot of times it's like you know you could be one parent could be telling the other one like that's your daddy that's not their daddy mm-hmm. you know really trying to like separate yeah. the two and make sure that they understand so they don't lose their place yeah, yeah. well and it's kind of like you know they're just kind of just reiterating to the kids like make sure that you're reiterating yeah that, you know, these are my territory. So a lot of it could be possession by the parents and they're just 
that that child's just echoing something they've heard. So the solution for that, if you find that situation again, is you know that stepchild may um, may get their feelings hurt a little bit because yeah. they're trying to attach to that person too. And I think really the reality is is explaining and saying, listen, what he means by that is that his that's his biological father and yeah. that's your stepfather. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Y'all are going to have a different relationship, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah, There's nothing wrong with that. And just kind of conveying to that stepchild who may hear this that I I, I don't want you to take offense to that. I don't want that to hurt your feelings. Yeah. Um, that's just because y'all's relationship is different, and that's okay. So. Yeah, that's really good. Very good. Thanks, big boss. one to tackle. All Thanks, right. boss. I approve. I approve. Yeah. Um, okay, this is a good one. And I feel like all families have uh-huh. this issue. Blended, not. Um, blending families. How do you handle discipline? When is it appropriate for the step-parent to step in? Man, back in the old days, let me tell you, discipline was like the, uh, it happened the second time when you got home. <laughs> because where I went to school, they had boards and principals. <laughs> That just Corporal and punishment. Yeah. That just, I mean, like getting in trouble at school was that was the the, the hard part was the school when you're yeah. at home that was the easier part. Um, <laughs> but today, discipline takes on a whole new, you know, it takes on a whole new agenda. Yeah. Um, we are advocates, and we 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 strongly agree with this that uh, newly blended families that the discipline should come from the biological parent. And we want to just set that out there. Yeah. And the reason we say that is very simple. Is in order to discipline, there must be love. Yeah. First, because you can't have one without the other in a healthy way. There's nothing wrong with discipline. Healthy discipline is good. Yeah. But if without the absence of love and without the absence of a relationship, it just becomes something unhealthy. Mm. So when step parents are introduced, if, if they immediately take a disciplinary route without that history of relationship and love, trust, it, it, trust yeah. it's not going to be received well. And I have seen it not only um, in play out in different counseling sessions I've been involved with, but we've also seen it play out in a healthy way that that is the best way to go. Now I will say, you know, and every scenario is different. So when Vanessa yeah. and I got married, I became the man of our house. So I was technically responsible for discipline. Yeah. Um, although we, I did not step into that role at first. I did not step into that role until many years later when we had a trust built up. So we would we would have conversations about discipline. So Vanessa and I would say, hey, this is what's happened. What do you think we should do? What do I think we should do? Things like that. And yeah. then Vanessa would then carry it out with, with me in agreements with her. So it's just the healthiest way to do it. Uh, I don't suggest doing it any other way. Uh, but make sure the big thing is you communicate as uh, as a married couple. Yeah. Saying, hey, listen, this is what's going on. This is what I think. Be in agreement yeah. on this. Because what happens is 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 what I've seen is the problem is is where disciplining you discipline your children harder than mine, or your yours are getting disciplined more than mine. So you have yours and ours. Yeah. And the discipline is off base. So come together to determine what your discipline style is, and then carry it out the same way. Yeah, and then continue to have conversations exactly. about it and not let it be exactly. a wedge in your marriage. Exactly. Because right. when those kids see that, whoo. Oh, they take advantage of it. Got time for one more question, and let's roll. Let's do it. Okay, how do you support your children and your spouse when they are the ones having conflict with each other? So I'm assuming bio children mm. with the new spouse, mm-hmm. um, and then when you support, when you pick a side, Mm-hmm they're feeling betrayed. So mm-hmm. spouse or children are feeling betrayed when you step in and have mm-hmm. a side. Okay. 
So I have seen this play out so many times. And in every situation, I always envision this, this scenario in my head where I see like my spouse and my children not getting along. I would gather them in a room and I would say, listen, let me explain. I am on the side of our family. Yeah, that's good. And these are my priorities. My relationship with Christ, my marriage, and my children, all in that order. So we have to find cohesiveness to move forward. And these things that you're arguing about, let's all have an open conversation about that. the other thing I would say too, and depending on which side of the argument you're on, maybe you're the spouse that's always having conflict with children. Understand mm-hmm. that there could be something unhealthy right there yeah. that is making that conflict exacerbate. And mm-hmm. it could be your desire to connect too quick, yeah. your desire to, again, as we just talked about, discipline too soon. Yeah. There's a reason there's conflict within you and that child. Um, also can be on the child side may have nothing to do with you. It could be a parent alienation or an isolation yeah. or other parent is bashing this relationship. And so this child is, is making it really difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something you just need to be patient and loving through. Um, or I would say seeking biblical counseling yeah. is a big, great first step. But what I wouldn't do is isolate my decision away from either one of them. Yeah, I would together, good. I would gather them together and say, I am going to try to resolve this for the sake and the health of our family. Yeah. And our family is rooted on these three principles, first, second, and third. And I want to do what we can to do that. That's really so, good. And biological parents, you got to step in in those step-parent situations where the children are not along. You may be the only encouragement they have. So you yeah. need to step in and be encouraging to them as they're navigating this. Mm-hmm. So. Hope awesome. that's really helped you guys. I mean, again, we love answering your viewer questions. If that's something that you struggle with, you can send us an email at info at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. I'd be happy. Or Vanessa has done some Q&A. She has. We've got an amazing moderator to take care of those Q&A for you. Again, <laughs> we'd love to hear from you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it's helped you. And if you wouldn't mind, take a minute, like, share, comment, leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. You guys have a wonderful day, and we will talk to you soon. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.